Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Pillows and Beer. Uh, Craig is on the ones and twos tonight playing music from T Swift. It like it all kind of makes sense, Craig. I'm just putting this together right now. Episode, it is season two. Episode 14, which is the date of Valentine's Day. You just played T-Swift, and she's talking about Romeo and Juliet. Everything is basically trending towards Valentine's Day. So this is our Valentine's Day episode. Um, and yet, that was pretty spectacular, to be honest. That was, that was pretty spectacular. It was great, except uh, I kind of, look, I'm coming to you here live from the Hall Wine Studio um, with my best bud, Austin. Hey, Somehow Valentine's Day episode is stealing Craig's birthday episode. So I Whoa. mean, yeah. Whoa. What are we gonna are we gonna trade this? Are we gonna split it? Like, what's happening? Um, I think that they moat that they moat. I think that they might have to share a uh, an episode here, Craig. I think that they might have to share an episode. Love is in the air. Love for your birthday. You are going. You're okay. I'm making all these parallels right now. You are going to L.A. for Valentine's Day. You and I spent your 30th birthday in L.A. That was the last time that you and I were together in L.A. We, we did a press tour, what, three, four years ago now, Craig. Yeah, that's wild. I actually, wait, that's really crazy. I Four just, years ago. That chapter, or that just got mentioned. I was doing my audio book today, reading for it, and I read um, just that little piece of why I was in um LA with you look I'm not a huge birthday guy 34 is definitely a weird number yeah Um, I can attest to that Google gives me a year um which is nice Google says I'm 32 1989 yeah Yeah. um but hey Valentine's Day this is new this is new and it's it's funny that you know a lot of people will be like what do you mean it's new Craig you've had girlfriends you know oh over the time you had to have had a real Valentine's Day um but I really haven't. Uh, I don't know if I just don't remember them or what, but I've never done the cliche Valentine's Day, I don't think. I mean, with yeah. Naomi, it was yeah. because I forgot all the time and I wasn't the best you know, person when it came to happy dates and stuff like that. Um, See, that's interesting, right? So so for those that are listening, um, I, I mean, yeah, Craig's, Craig's birthday is at midnight tonight. Um, so when you listen to this, Craig will be 34, the same age as me. And it's funny that you say that Craig, because I feel like I've never really since like high school or, or something, because every year I go through this, I don't remember having a real true blue, honest new year's kiss. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what you're saying about like, you know, Valentine's day, you can't remember like, even though we've had girlfriends, I've certainly had a girlfriend over new year's, but I mean, you know, certainly uh, tell going you to fish I, and all this stuff. I have not had a real New Year's kiss until um, until this past New Year's. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I just feel you like know, it. Yeah, the New Year's thing for me, something was always going on. I was either somewhere else, like on stage or hosting. Valentine's Day is just, and we're both hopeless romantics at heart. I think we're both, but here, here, this is a. I kind of brought this up to Paige. And she didn't, I couldn't read her reaction, but at first you and I were, there was plans that we might be in Texas for an Outback thing, you know, that we were going to do. Right, right, right. So me and Paige weren't going to be together on Valentine's day. 
And she was like, Hey, you know, I talked to Instagram. They're real interested in bringing you on board. And then we get to spend Valentine's day together. And I was like, in my head, we do what other couples do for Valentine's day all the time. Like we just went to our favorite sushi restaurant. Like we go out to eat all the time. Yeah. And in my head, I didn't think that she would want anything special, but she's still a girl and like sure. in Texas, but like I could tell by her face where she was like, it's still Valentine's day. No, no, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I feel, wait, Daz cut you off or, or, or no, 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 you're I okay. Yeah. yeah, I was done. Um, I, I like feel, uh, and, and I'm, I might get like a bunch of like, uh, people that are listening that are eye rolling at the moment, but it's like, sometimes I'm like, what, what do you want? Right. Because just like you said, Craig, it's like, we, you know, like uh, I can do Valentine's day kind of any day. Right. But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that it is Valentine's day. So I'm like, like, do you want me to rent like an airplane to like write something in the sky for you? Do you like, do you want flowers or is like getting flowers just like the thing that you do? Cause it's Valentine's day. Right. So like me and my sister and, and you know, my dad gets his own, but me and my sister get flowers for my mom on Valentine's day. Right. And, she, and it makes her smile. Right. Because she's like, Oh, my kids are thinking about me, but it's like, is getting your significant other flowers, you know, and or chocolates and or taking them to dinner is that like the the thing to do? Like, does that make you really, really happy? Or like, and this is like a question to, to like the audience, I suppose. I, I, mean, I just hope that this isn't the only day that your partner's being romantic. You know, if you, were, if you wait until Valentine's Day to do anything sweet, then that's a problem. Here's, here's a thing that I run into. I got Paige a pretty nice Christmas present. It's definitely the biggest gift I've ever bought anyone. And now I'm like, shit, did I set this bar to the point where now every holiday I have to do something that bad? That no, I don't think so. I don't think so because, because, because that was your first like major holiday together, right? Where, where like, you know, gift giving is a thing. Like she hasn't had a birthday yet. You haven't had a birthday yet, even though it's right now. So no, that was like your I, first I, thing. I found out what she got me and it's kind of awesome. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Um, are, are, are you going to share or, or is this one of those things that you have to pretend? No, 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 that no, no, no. Know, or that no because look, we were having production calls, um, as we've all had in the last, you know, two weeks and, um, and she didn't realize the door was open, I guess on the hotel. And I was laying on the couch and I was like, Oh my God, I'm about to hear it. And so she got me a brand new snowboard kit. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Apparently. Okay. What so, did she get you? Like, 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 pants and jacket, or, or, or like, like boots and board. And so apparently, Alex and Spencer from Aspen, Paige got in touch with Spencer. Alex and, and Spencer. Oh, Alan Spence. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so these are our guides when we're in Aspen and our good buds. And Spencer well, like, not when Craig and I are in Aspen, but you know, when we're yeah. Dustin and Paulina, they are. Yes, yes. <laughs> when we're just in Aspen ourselves, hopefully, yeah, yeah. We out with us. We um, are by ourselves. And I guess she like went to Spencer and was like, "Hey, do you know what Craig would like?" And like, for he was like, "I spent that whole week talking to him about a new setup." And he's like, "Paige, do you care if I just do this on my own?" And so apparently, Spencer got me like a whole new kit. So I haven't seen it yet. I won't see it till tomorrow. Morning bindings. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Um, 
I was actually going to talk to you about that. Um, we, uh, okay. Yeah, speaking um, of snowboarding, tell everyone who we have on a little later today. Yeah, no, totally, right? Well, well speaking of everything that's going on, but yeah, definitely speaking of snowboarding, we have our uh, resident um, homie Olympian, Scotty Lego, who's uh, going to jump on here, talk all things Winter Olympics. Um, you know, if you guys missed his time when he was on, uh, he has a funny story about what happened with him in the medal. And he's got a bunch of buddies that are competing right now and, and uh, excited to hear his take on, on a lot of things. And also, we haven't caught up with him in a minute, Craig, have you? No, we haven't. Um, yeah. uh, I'll have him talk about it when he's on here, but he just came out with a new board that I was actually texting with him about and I wanted to buy it. But um, I'm too tall for it. I'm oh, too really? tall for, for his line. Yeah, I need like a 167 and, and, and we'll... Uh, We'll find out from him, but I'm pretty sure that his boards go up to like 160. Well, Scotty will be on right after the first commercial break. But before we get there, let's catch up on what shows we've been watching recently. Also, listen to that. All right. So uh, basically, this is a a topic where it's like, I I mean, Craig's been on the road, as a lot of you have seen on his Instagram. And we yeah i haven't seen you so 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 i feel like the best way for us to catch up on what what we've been doing one of our favorite things to do is to talk about the shows that you're watching um i am i am i am bebopping around three shows okay all right um and one of them you are going to be obsessed with if you haven't already started watching it i just have a feeling it's because you haven't been pushed in that direction um one of them is season four ozark yeah, see, last season's Ozark was too stressful and dark for me, so I didn't even watch it. I, like, couldn't get through the first two episodes. Well, once you do – okay, so it took me a second to get through the first two as well because because it's actually a very intelligent show, right? It's smart, and you have to pay attention, and I find myself, you know, rewinding the episodes probably three or four times like an episode because I'm like, wait, you can't look at your phone during this part. Like, you have to, you have to pay attention. But it's only part one of season four, Craig. So that's interesting. So it leaves you on on the cliffhanger, and I'm hoping that part two is not far far there thereafter. But yes, okay. Uh, another show um, um, is Boba Fett Wait, on of Ozark, Disney Plus. Um, she just said she loves Southern Charm. Remember? Yes, what? yes, she did. Um, I sent I'm this. Look at watch what happens. Her real name. Um, What's uh, I, I just sent it to you, right? Or, or, I'm gonna keep talking and you find it, but 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 yeah, Ruth Ruth Langmore. Um, Craig is gonna find her real name, and I'm a big fan of Ozark. And she was on Watch What Happens Live the other night, and she uh, and she told Andy that that she's anxiously awaiting the return of Southern Charm, which is really cool. It's really cool because once again, it's a Barlow. No, how can we be this stupid? Um, I sent it to Julia Garner, Julia Garner, Julia Garner. Um, this is it. Really an unpopular opinion. I I would just, I'm kind of wondering when is Southern charm coming back? I believe they're filming right now. So yes, yes. My husband and I are like impatiently waiting. Oh good. All right. That makes me happy. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things when, People from real shows watch, and let's uh, and 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 let's highlight the fact that she said, "Well, it's not really an unpopular opinion, but <laughs> because Andy, like, I just ask. yeah, 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 I just want to ask, right? Because I sent it to Whitney, and Whitney was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, why is that an unpopular opinion?" 
Um, and then I kind of listened to it, and it was like, well, it's not really an unpopular opinion. Opinion, I just, and um, I wouldn't know what to say if he asked me what like an unpopular opinion was. I'd be like, uh, the flux capacitor is uh, the greatest, one. and we'll put the greatest fictional. I have mentioned of all time or later. My biggest hot take is I don't like tacos. Oh um, God, but, we're going to, yeah, we're going to table uh, this for yeah, Scotty. We'll, maybe we'll just drop that on Scotty's head when he's not expecting it. Um, okay. Now, now Craig, um, I, I'm going to three different areas here, right? So, you, you know, Ozark is kind of nitty gritty, uh, uh, cartel crime. I said, um, Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett is an offshoot of Star Wars. I just caught up on the latest episodes of that because kind of like the Marvel Universe, I'm a sucker for Star Wars stuff. And then the last one, Craig? You watch the Star Wars ones because I watched the Star Trek uh, like offshoots. Right. Not not a fan. Not a fan. I I mean, I'll watch it because it's like a big cinematic production, but no, I I don't know like the underbelly of star trek and then craig the one that you must know and that you're probably watching is reacher uh so i saved it because i just got home i couldn't download it on the plane so i'm gonna watch that either tonight or tomorrow Paige is actually here so um she likes that stuff too is it a series okay. Or movie okay so let me break it down for you as quickly I as i can love all that shit that's yeah. right up my so um it it is a it is a book. Um, oh God, Nick is his name Lee, Lee Rothschild. Yes. Yeah, his name is Lee Rothschild. I've read a few of them. It's a series, right? And basically, he is like a grifter, right? With all of this, like you know, military background. Oh, both. All of this military. Okay. In in the show, he defines himself as a hobo, <clears throat> but but he has all this military background, and now he basically. And, and, and the book always describes him as this like six foot five gorilla of a man, right? And, and they made two movies, Craig, two movies. And who did they fucking cast? And me and my dad were like, are you Tom serious? Cruise. Tom Cruise, you know, a notoriously five foot eight tall man, you know? And, and, and the thing about Reacher is that he is like a no frills guy. Obviously he's like, I just need a t-shirt and a pair of pants and he doesn't really talk that much. Right? Like he knows the facts. He's very tactical. And then of course he just finds himself in all sorts of shit, mostly because he's like, I'm going to let my fists do the talking for me. And it's just awesome. It's like, you want the guy to win. Right. And like, you know, there are some things that like you get like annoyed at the fact that, you know, so-and-so just got, you know, beaten up. No, that doesn't happen. Jack Reacher always kicks ass and it's, uh, it's rad and you'll love it. And he's very tactical about, about all his shit, Craig. Yeah. And, uh, God, yeah, it, it is dope. All right. What's your third? No, no, that was it. Boba Fett, uh, Jack oh. Reacher with Alan Richton and Alan Richton was in, um, um, Blue Mountain State, man. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Remember that show? Yeah. He, he's thad. It's <laughs> hilarious. But in this, obviously he's, uh, he's flexing his acting chops a little bit. Well, here's an easy one to start out with. Um, Peacemaker is incredible. Peacemaker is it really so good? It's so good. I mean, watch the Suicide Squad, Craig. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that it was an offshoot of that. Um, look, 
It's stupid for the first. Well, then you didn't watch Suicide Squad because he's in like in the second Suicide Squad. No, and I'd forgotten until they remind you in like the season. Look, it's it's easy television to just put on and not care about, but then it's kind of absurd because it's not it's rated you know unrated and it's basically in a like. A degenerate super, a degenerate with superhero ability. I saw the first episode, right, and 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 I am a fan of him, like you know, actually like having sex with like a girl in the bar that he sees, right? Like, like the superhero is always like, no, you know, I don't do that, right? And he and he's like a maniac, right? And he's like a broke, like <laughs> borderline remedial, right? Let's say. So there's some character development that, that goes on, which is kind of nuts, and it gets. Well, I certainly hope there's character development in a freaking television show that HBO has made with with John Cena. Oh, wait. We've got Scotty on hold. Oh! Wait, Nick, we got to bring him in. Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. What is Scotty? What are you wearing? Scotty Lego, everybody. God, if you guys could see him right now, you are killing and sorry, you are wearing an animal that you killed. A true blooded American right here. Olympic. That is correct. You guys got me. I, this is my first time trying this. My whole this is my podcast setup. No, dude. you guys got me. Is that all right? What is that? That is dude. A uh, yeah, it's a helmet. Literally, first time trying it on. This I bought, I bought a paramotor the other day, and the helmet came with it. And uh, so I know I needed a you know a, a mic for this. So I'm like, well, this actually might work pretty good. It had a long extension cord so i can kick back and Dude, uh, it so actually works perfectly here i am you know just... <laughs> and then i just threw the coyote fur on top just for i don't know because just for, shits for, for shock value you know i i thought a real you know renaissance man like you know leo dicaprio from the revenant just showed up <laughs> but like he kind of came down from space because he's wearing like an anti-blast helmet <laughs> yeah yeah exactly a yeah, paramotor? Um, it's essentially like a powered parachute, right? Oh, I, I so was hoping you can exactly steer it. What it was. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, yeah I've I know. Seen them on t- on TV and on the internet before. Dude, what they are. What are you, they what are are you jumping well, off of to get uh, like enough? No, nothing. Like what you, you just take off from a field, like or like oh. I'm going to take off right from my yard. And then you just like kind of yeah, just, like, exactly. Fly off. And like the coolest thing about them, or, or like what stokes me out about them, there's no laws on them. Like you don't need a license, you don't need to register it, you don't need to inspect it. Like you can just take to the sky. You know I what I mean? I just don't think there's that many out there right now. And hopefully that's the thing. Not. That's probably why there's not that many laws. Yeah, you're not the See, first one to run into a plane, and they're like, "Shit, we got to regulate this." Right? Yeah. But I'm thinking I mean, about going like full scale with this thing, picking people up at the bar and stuff like that, or like I don't know, like DUI, take to the sky. You know. Fly with me, Scotty Lego, you know? God, dude, Craig, this is what, you know, worries me. Like, X, X Games guys, like, they just have to find something to, yeah, their idea to, like, to, 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 like, like, to find the thrill. They're like, all right, well, I'm not, like, flying off this booter anymore to potentially die, so now I'm going to get, what, what's it called? A paramotor? A paramotor, yeah. I, I have not flown it yet, so I just bought it. I actually bought it off, um, well... I guess there's no politically correct way of saying this. He was an absolute crackhead. Uh, like I rolled up <laughs> and I'm just like, did crack. And yeah, <laughs> like there was no doubt about it. This guy was, we did crack, crack together. And then I bought his pair. It <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. sense to me. No. So I'm just like, Oh my God. I'm like, this is such a sketchy situation right now. I'm like, 
thank God my friend was there because I would have, I would have just backed down the driveway. And it comes but, with Mike. Did the paramotor come with free crap? It came or? with, yeah, it came with a reserve parachute. It came with, uh, you know, the wing, it came with like the motor, it came with this helmet and I got like a smoking deal on it, obviously. A smoking deal. So, like, so, yeah. Oh, so I hit the guy up and I'm like, Craig, Dude, Craig, Craig, hit him with the punch. Yeah, hey, nice. guys, so we're going to be oh, right hi. back. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then... Here's a good question for everybody. Is your ex still using your Netflix? Because I'm pretty sure that me and Craig still are. Anyways, that's what one woman found out after she downloaded Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to be the bad guy. Honestly, Truebill has helped me with quite a few bills. A, it tells you exactly what you're signed up for, right? And there are like random things that you don't realize that you're signed up for, Craig. There's like a 99 cent bill here and like a $2.99 recurring bill here. They actually went to bat for me and my uh, cable bill, right? Your cable bill. It says that you pay this much a month and all of a sudden it, it, it raises by like 40 bucks a month. And so they went to bat for me lowered it back to what it should have been and then took the correct percentage that they bill you for. But anyways, it helped me realize like, oh my gosh, I'm still paying like a dollar ninety nine a month for like, you know, whatever random game that I'm playing. Listen, if you want to be like me and Austin and start saving money that isn't rightfully those companies, don't fall for their subscription scams. We all do. I get it. But start canceling today at truebill.com slash pillows and beer. Go right now. Truebill, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L.com slash pillows and beer. It could save you thousands a year. Do y'all ever get tired of a good whodunit? Then you'll love June's Journey. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective investigating a series of mysteries full of twists and turns around every corner. You'll put your powers of observation to the test, sharpen your sleuthing skills, and relish the thrill of solving the case. Whether you're craving a good mystery or just need to get away for a while, June's Journey is the perfect game for you. Sit back, relax, and let your inner Sherlock escape to the glamorous Roaring Twenties. You'll search for hidden clues to solve mystery after mystery across thousands of vivid scenes. And with new chapters every week, there's always a new case waiting to be cracked. There's a little bit of romance and a whole lot of mystery with this game taking place in the roaring 20s. I get that noir feeling as you figure out a family secret that brings scandals to light. Since I travel a lot, I use this game both to kill time, but also for a nice mental pick-me-up. It also has a very easy interface to learn, and you are able to join other players in the community to help discover and solve clues. There is a detective in all of us. Find your inner detective. Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Welcome back, everyone, to our Valentine's Day episode and my birthday episode of Pillows and Beer Season 2. And Olympic episode. 
We want to represent, yeah, Austin, throw me. No, uh, look, guys, we want to introduce, you heard him a little bit before the commercial break, but we want to welcome Winter Olympics bronze medalist, but gold medalist for metal photos and friend of the show, Scotty Lego. What's up, buddy? All right. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, dude, I have questions for this paramotor. And since it's not in the room, I have to ask you. So like when you go to like, purchase this thing are you like okay because like you know if i buy like an n64 game and i don't know why my head just went there because i just bought goldeneye you know and it was like lightly used like you don't buy a paramotor that says like lightly used or like oh, yeah, that's a moderately good fucked with hours are on this thing yeah, oh, yeah. exactly exactly yeah that's- like the carburetor was rebuilt and i'm just like uh all right well like the thing is apparently it's the safest form of small craft aviation which i don't really know where they're getting their stats from probably yeah, because like say, only dude, one person this... at a time can die but yeah, dude, uh, did this guy tell you that because that sounds like like a carpetbagger thing to say if, if i ever heard yeah it. uh, it's just i i think i just googled it you know essentially kind of like justified <laughs> to my dad you know because i told my dad I'm like dad i want to get this paramotor he's like absolutely not you've got a kid you got i'm like that i i'm not gonna just absolutely just go crazy like yeah i'm trying to stay alive as well i love life you know it um, sounds like you are trying to go crazy but no, okay, no, okay, no, no. Okay, baby steps baby steps you know yeah. i've been like researching this for like two years finally i'm like you know i just need to pull the trigger and buy this and um and so i did you know and so that's this When's, is why uh, i'm talking uh, from my helmet with a microphone on it i know you are and it's amazing i have to take a picture of this so that we can like that, that i can post this when when we're doing hold on hold on and give me your best face. Well, dude, <clears throat> what's it like is the, um, I mean, you guys have been doing a lot. I mean, you had X Games come out, Natural Selection. I believe that's what it's called, right, Austin? Is, yeah, Natural, Natural Selection. Um, you and you, you and Jack also did that commercial for Wendy's. I mean, I like, I, I've like got to know this stuff. I've got to know Oh, this. nice. Yeah, right on. Um, dude, I, uh, yeah, so. I've been bombing around a little bit. I did a, uh, I did a commercial in California for Twisted Tea. That should be airing here shortly. Nice. Um, and then we did that Wendy's commercial, which essentially Jack would just throw me a bone. You know, he was yeah. he was locked in for it, and he's like, "Hey, can we get my boy Scotty in there?" <laughs> and uh, so I'm that's like, exactly well, what it. it was, by the way. And that's a hell totally. of an assist from Jack because it, dude, absolutely. Jack always hooks it up like that. <laughs> I feel because, like because the commercial. Cause you have, you've got your, uh, at the end of the, of the Burton movie, your, your shot is just you holding your new snowball. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Self-promotion at yeah. its absolute finest. Um, so, so the commercial, right. Scotty's at, at, at the register, uh, you know, sorry, Jack is at the register doing, doing funny Jack shit. And, uh, Zeb, Zeb Powell walks in. And then Scotty's just back there like flipping burgers. And then he just gives his face of like, what? Another winner. And then they just go ape yeah. shit. And it cracks me up. Essentially just, you know, background props. You know yeah. what I mean? I was back there manning the fry later. And, uh, and it was fun. Was are, you, cool. uh, are you friends For with sure. any of the guys over uh, in Beijing right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why. I mean, dude, it's so so much more interesting to watch because I know, I know these guys, you know. And uh, I'm I'm fired up. So we got pipe, half pipe qualifiers going on here next. I think about two hours. 
And that was your down, shit. So. And that was your and that was your event. Yeah, I mean, I kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything, <laughs> but I kind of I steered more towards pipe a little bit later in my career. But um, yeah, yeah, it should it should be a good show. Yeah, I saw Mark Morris won gold, which is wild that we were all just no. He won bronze. He won he won bronze, but he uh, I mean him he pretty much should have won gold. Oh, Who damn. won gold? Uh, a fellow a fellow Canadian, yeah. Yep, yep, Max Perot. And it was for Big Air, or, or, or it was or for I uh, know for Sorry, slope, style. Know. slope style, slope style, slope style. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the level of riding at the slope style event was pretty insane. So it was it was definitely entertaining to watch both women and men. Um, yeah, it was, the girls it was were throwing insane. some wild shit the, out there. It was the best contest that I've seen ever I, for girls. I, I mean, the I level was through the roof. It's just perfect timing for me because I'm I can't sleep ever, so I'm just like watching that stuff. Are you um? I mean, do you think the fans not being there matters at all? Obviously, at the end of your run, it does. But in a sport that's outside, like snowboarding or skiing, do you get an an element of getting pumped up by the crowd or no? Yeah, I do, definitely. But, I mean, I think at an event like, you know, the Olympics, you have all the motivation in the world, you know. It doesn't matter if it's a packed house or you know, your coach down at the bottom watching you, I think, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to throw it down at least. I mean, you don't remember that anyways, right? You don't see it. You don't look in the crowd, you know, blackout. Yeah. You essentially so. blackout, you know, <laughs> and you're just kind of like you and your paramotor and you're just blacked exactly. out, just, just yeah, driving yeah. around. All Wait, of a sudden aimlessly. I'm in New Jersey and some guy's cornfield. This is uh this is kind of a fun question. I'm interested for all three of us. Yep. Outside of snowboarding, what's your favorite winter Olympic sport to watch? I just love the Olympics. I mean, even if it's like the speed skating is nuts. I was any of the speed stuff. I mean, people are just wiping out everywhere. You don't hope for it. Um, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, it's like any event, right? Because it's you know how hard everyone has worked and how much it means to to all the athletes. But I think... I don't know. I, I gotta say, I gotta say downhill skiing. Yeah. Like, it's it, super G, you know, it's, those, know, guys, it's, those guys are flying, man. Didn't some like, didn't some like young, young gun just beat Bodie Miller's record or, or something. Did I hear that right? You might have, I'm not sure. <laughs> you, are just crazy. I'm I mean, not calling a, you a liar, but yeah, <laughs> there's a 15 year old, uh, figure skater from Russia who is finishing 50 points ahead of everyone. They're saying that she's the best figure skater wow. maybe to have ever lived. And she's 15 years old. Wow. She did like two quads in one, um, one element. It's funny during the Olympics that we all end up becoming like, so no, right, right, right. We're, knowledge of we're all like, you know, amateur experts. Uh, yes. I, I, uh, was watching figure, uh, uh, like paired figure skating. Right. So, you know, man, woman, and, kept on watching the same move over and over. And then I was like, well, what's that move? And then it kept on popping in, but it, and it was like the death spiral too. And I was like, oh, it's a death spiral. But then there was a three and a four, and we were trying to figure out what constitutes a death spiral one, two, three, or four, and I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, that's a three for sure. She's definitely pulling off a death spiral three. It's amazing. It's basically where like, you know, the guy sits and like spins her around and around and around. And the level of like, which, like how far back she leans her head is what death spiral number oh, no way. Okay. is, is <laughs> connotated next to the name. And I was like, this shit's crazy. The name of this move is literally called death spiral. This is wild. 
Yeah, I'm just getting flashbacks from that movie uh, with Will Ferrell. Um, oh, essentially, you know, Blades of Glory. Yeah, oh, Blades of Glory. Yes. Of yeah, course. we haven't uh, we haven't practiced that move enough. Um, I, I I I am buddies with. Um, let's see. Last year, played in a golf tournament with. Um, Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton of the U.S. curling team. He is, anyways, they are uh, competing uh, again this year and uh, hoping to repeat. But, I mean, you know, he is the first one to, you know, just like laugh and be like, dude, you know, everyone out there is so rad and he's soaking up just every moment. You know, I was looking at his Instagram photos of uh, the opening ceremony and stuff. And, and um, I mean, it must just be a hell of a, you know, hell of a moment to like look around and realize all the other athletes that are out there. And you're like, shit, like this is, this is, uh, this is it. It is, man. It's, uh, it's an unreal experience. And like, for me rolling around, like you get so much gear from all the sponsors, you know, everything. It's just like, boom, big USA on the back, on the chest. And like, you've never been more proud to never been, never felt so patriotic. You know, you're like, you're representing USA, you know? Like it's you and three of your, you know, of your teammates and you get to go and rep represent America. It's a real special feeling. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. Well, and you get to, you add to the medal count. Like when you won, you added a point to the USA, which is totally, um, and (laughs) I was about to ask you, you know, when you do win that medal, and this was really not on purpose, do you just wear it everywhere? Obviously, we know that you wore yours, but uh, <laughs> is that something that people do? Like, did you wear, did you take your medal off after giving, like it was given to you, or you just rock that thing? Yeah, no, you just rock it, dude. You run it. You run it for at least, well, at least that, at least a day, you know? Oh, please. I would run that thing for months. Yeah, <laughs> I would run that thing for months. Well, dude, uh, we don't have. So I was concerned about the crowds. I don't think there's allowed to be like an Olympic Village social life this year. I think everyone's like stuck in their rooms because isn't that a huge part of it, Scotty? See, but bullshit. I have heard that Tinder is like on fire. Yeah, or, I don't or like some dating app. I don't think that would stop anyone. You know what I mean? Okay, a bunch um, of savages up there, but. uh <laughs> No, I mean, a bunch of testosterone out savages. You know, that's half what Olympics is about, you know, or so I've been told. (laughs) Unfortunately, I did not get to experience that, uh, that side of things. So we, we actually, when I was there, we never got to stay at the, well, we had a spot there, but we chose to stay out of the, out of the village. We got our own little spot to kind of be in our own little, little dojo and, and, uh, be separated because it's like, for example, if you're staying next to like, say, a curler, who's going up and he's got finals and he won gold, right? He's going to be raging and partying, right? And like, you don't want to be sleeping next to that dude to potentially or mess you up you. For, for your big day, you know? Or do you want to be sleeping next to that guy? If I, if I woke up next to an Olympic gold medal curler, I'd be like, what a wild and weird ass night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like what, what series of events led me to wake up next to this, you know, Minnesotan man who just won the gold medal for <laughs> curling. Where was your Olympics, Scotty? Mine was in Vancouver in 2010. Okay. And, yeah. and uh, you know, just got to like, was Sean, Sean White was there, yeah? Yeah. Is it, is it wild to you that he's still, that like he's there still? 
it's not really wild to me just because he's unbelievable. You know, he's, yeah. he's a fierce competitor and he's always been great, you know, and uh, it's, it's not surprising to me. I mean, but 12 years, yeah, I, the, the I guess that I didn't like expect it to happen right until like it got brought up in some you know outlet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that he was, you know, and, and he's like, did he not compete in uh slope style? Like, is he only no, going? So he's done with riding slope style. He was doing it for a while, kind of, but it's really one of those, you know, the level has gotten so crazy. You kind of have to pick and choose, you know, you have to pick, you know, either pipe or slope or, or whatever, uh, just because it's too, too competitive and to do both fields. Um, so he kind of, uh, was focusing on pipe. Was focusing on pipe, and he was just doing a lot better in pipe. And I mean, are most of these like snowboarders, girls and guys? I mean, what age did they? What's the latest that they started riding? <laughs> I don't know. I was actually just. I mean, I, everyone starts so young, but honestly, the latest that I've heard, and this is just recently, I think it was it. It was one of the girls who I think podiumed in slope style. I think she started snowboarding at seventeen. <laughs> that's which what is, which is wild i'm like when i was 17 i'm like i'm a year away from being done washed up yeah. <laughs> you know i'm gonna retire like i'm, well, I'm 20 i'm done you know oh, that's crazy because um, yeah, i feel like it's usually like under what you're on a board or yeah, I mean, no totally i mean you just i mean she's probably, probably like, like you know, four foot it's probably like four foot ten you know, like like a hundred pounds, and actually just soaking like wet, and obviously very very in your neck. <laughs> Scotty just moved that fur off of him. And, yeah, uh, it was. It's just a little hot in here. I turned the heat up, and I got a- <laughs> Where did you tell us where you got that fur? Um, I uh, I harvested it myself. Was it from your most recent? Well, the Alaska no. looked really cool. No, this is uh, yeah. So this is a coyote. Um, Believe it or not, but it's super orange. So coyotes are all different types of colors. Um, That's huge. That's really yeah. Cool. No, totally. Yeah, it's, they're they're big. They're and they're big up up here too. So the farther north you go, the bigger all creatures get. Um, you know, deer, moose, whatever. Coyotes. The last time we saw you, we were in Aspen this summer at Jack and Hannah's wedding. Yes. Uh, and you were just coming back from Alaska. Everyone was kind of coming from all over and. Alaska's definitely a dream trip of mine. Wait, 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 wait. Is that, Juan, was that the wedding, Craig, or, or was that why he missed the bachelor party? I, oh, I don't know. You missed the bachelor party because, because you were hunting game, yeah? Yeah. That is correct. Austin also missed that bachelor party. <laughs> I did. Um, but it's not for anything as like rad as that um, excuse. But damn, you take your game hunting serious. I mean, I like, I was like, you know, watching the other day too, Scotty. And it was like, you know, you were like, you know, snuck away to get like an early morning, you know, hunt in, in the blind or something. And I was like, you're just solo, just, just cruising out there to shoot it's some gotta duck be or cold. something. It's gotta be cold. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know why I love it so much, man. I just, I, I, it's a weird thing. I love animals. I do. I like, I love and I love the old school aspect. Like I love the old school trapping and the old school like woodsmanship, being able to like, you know, spot a track, know what that track is, know which direction it's heading, you know, like I just love all that knowledge that's kind of been lost, you know, like you talk to most people today, they, they can't even name, 
you know, the most basic animals that we have running around our woods, you know, and I, I kind of no take idea. pride in that, you know? Um, well, I was going to say, how did you learn or were you taught? Because that's, yeah, so I think it's awesome, but I would, uh, yeah, I don't. That's no, no, I think it's awesome because of like how much pride and like how much that you love it and, and, and how much that just like you're saying, it's like, it's like an art form to you, right? It's like, is so it is. cool. And I just don't know how you would learn the tracking part of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I didn't learn tra- like the, to actual track until you know later on but uh, you know i got into hunting from my dad from my grandfather and um you know hunting originated from you know necessity you know what i mean it was just like you needed meat for the winter you know and and that's where it's originated and now we have so many deer now and so many animals i ended up i ended up donating most of my meat to the new hampshire food bank and then uh giving a bunch to my grandfather and stuff like that um and then, um, so yeah, I mean, like, I love, I love pursuing them. It's weird. It's a weird thing to say that then, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand is, is that I love the animals that, that I hunt. I respect them, you know, and I do everything I can to, to, to hunt them ethically. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's something I was growing up with and, well, people just don't understand it anymore. I mean, in Delaware, where I'm from, if we didn't have a deer season as long as we did, we have so many fatal car accidents, which is a more modern problem to have. But we have so many fatal mm-hmm. car accidents and it's not a thing. But look, yeah, people just don't understand it anymore. It's just, it's it. I think it's fascinating as hell. I think it's really neat. Um, you know, my side of the mountain was one of my favorite books growing up. And then any type of wilderness stuff where they had to survive off the land. I yeah, just can hatchet, dude. Remember hatchet growing up? What was that? What? You guys didn't watch hatchet, dude? Like his plane goes down. He's like a young boy's dad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, someone right? was just telling him about, wait, it might've been you. I don't know. <laughs> it's a no, 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 no. It, it wasn't me because, well, unless maybe it was a Jackson, but like, yeah, dude, Hatchet was like an old go-to, like a book that we were forced to read in like, you know, middle school. And it's like his dad just gives him a hatchet that he survives in the woods uh, after a plane crash. It's like, dude, it is. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. All right. You guys get down, you guys get down with Alone, not, not to get too far off topic, but since we're already here, you guys watch Alone. Alone, alone, alone. Oh, so that's scared. I'm scared to watch it right now. What's Alone? What's Alone? It's the one where there's like, they drop like 10 people off in in the middle of nowhere right and essentially who can survive the longest without tapping it's like yeah without tapping out gets you know either a million or a half million dollars i've watched like every season dude it's unreal do you think you could do it oh this is like in a reality i would have to learn some skills but i definitely have the the motivation the drive and the will to be there um it would just that 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 was a hell of a like pitch. like uh, pitch for you know yourself I, and that's I why i drive would officially like to announce my <laughs> we know putting people. my name into alone well wait it's like they drop you off in, in like the middle of like a summer and it, and it's like how long do they expect you to be out there for like and you literally for like a year or, or i think you self shoot it right I think it's just as long. I think it's last man standing, Austin. I'm pretty sure, right, Scotty? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's last man standing. And sometimes it's middle of summer. Sometimes, uh, actually, have they done a winter? Yeah, it's usually like, you know, end of summer, right? So you kind of see that transition from summer. Like, all right, everything's 
flourishing, easy yeah, living, yeah, you know, yeah, warm climate, berries like... everywhere, and then all of a sudden resources start dwindling up, you know what I mean? And then shit start getting What do you get to you know? drop in with? Like, do you get a couple tools? Yeah, you have 10 items to pick, um, you know, and some people choose to, you know, to use the bow, you know, or but you, you have to sacrifice maybe the fishing line or, you know, the, you know, Scotty's the eyes are lighter. No, right now. I, I was just about to say that Scotty's eyes are lit up like a Christmas tree right now. I think it's because he smoked some of that crack from uh, the guy yeah. that he bought, <laughs> bought the paramotor from. Something might be lingering in this helmet and I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, literally when I pulled out, so I pulled out this. I should be saying this or not, but I'm just going to say oh, it. When I pulled out oh. this dude's reserve parachute, I'm shaking and all this garbage is coming out of the reserve parachute, right? And then this, up comes this paper. And I already, you know, I already essentially knew that he was a drug addict, you know, but oh, here comes his papers. Yep. Yep. These are drug rehab papers uh, for the <laughs> state of math. And then I flipped oh, it over and it was a crazy novel on the backside, like pretty much completely ineligible, but uh, illegible. Wait, I messed that up. In, However, I could not read it. Ineligible. Okay, I said that right. Ineligible. Um, um, so, like, what anyways. What about this man just made you say, you know what? This is it. This yeah, is my paramotor. Uh, like, what state, what city, where was this by? Uh, this is in Massachusetts, in uh, in Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. Um, but uh, Worcester. it was more like, like, I've been thinking about it for two years. I've been doing all this research. And I'm just like, dude, I just need to. I don't know anything. Like, I don't, I just need to go buy one and then I'm going to figure it out. So I Scotty did. Man, I, I'm like uh, deeply looking forward to uh, seeing your videos of like the maiden voyage, you know, like when you think that this maiden voyage is going to be, is it like tomorrow? Are you like chomping at the bit to get out there or what? I kind of am, but uh, I got to wait till the snow melts and. Uh, oh, right. I honestly, honestly, I'll, I probably got to do a day lesson, you know? Okay, smart man. Thank yeah. you, Scotty. This makes yeah, me happy. Can, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, yesterday you were shaking out garbage from the reserve shoot, and today uh, <laughs> you are saying that you probably should get a lesson before you I'm go up on lesson. old man Marley's fucking crack shoot. Thank yeah. you very much for putting <laughs> Craig and I at ease with that little bit of knowledge. I was like, God damn it. If Scotty just thinks that he knows what he's doing, and he's just, hey, wait. What I the don't. Hell can go no, wrong? I don't. I'm a smart. I'm a smart man. I might not good, look it. Good. Good. But. <laughs> I might not act it, and I might not look <laughs> it. But you are a smart man. Well, well that's good. Oh, wait. Well, all right. Tell us a little bit about your uh, new snowboard, because Austin and I were talking about it, and I was like, oh yeah. So I just found out Paige got me a whole new like kit uh, for my birthday. That's tomorrow. Um, oh, right and on. I said I had reached out to you because I wanted to buy your board, and Austin said he was too tall for it. So tell oh, yeah, true. The new board. Um, yeah, I I don't know where I don't know how we messed that one up. I should have just sent you one. No, we'll it's done. Cool. We'll still figure it out. <laughs> no, Scotty, what the fuck, one. man? You no, this are is, this you is just, you Wait, blew it. Where is uh? Where can people buy it? What's what's cool about the board? Dude, so uh, you can buy them on legosnowboards.com. That's just my last name, L-A-G-O. Um, I only sell them online. I'm not in any retail stores or anything. That's a whole other beast. Um, but we just came up with a model uh, yesterday. One of the one of the kids I sponsor, Casey Willax, he's a ripping snowboarder and surfer, um, and he's a big YouTuber. Um, so 
gave him a pro model. I'm like, dude, you're you're crushing it, you know. And just dropped last night. Sold out. No, really? Way. Yeah, it was crazy. I've never seen anything like it before. I'm like, bro, we Congrats, have three snowboards left. Awesome. It was on rail. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. Now I have all these boards here. It's like ready ready to go, and I don't have any more board boxes. So I'm kind of, you know, kind of a, a little problem bit of trouble to here. have, right? I, I it's mean, a that's good a good problem. problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, what, what uh, size board does he ride? He rides, he, he rides a 155. Yeah. So, um, so just to put it, oh, wait, a 55? Yeah, 155. Yeah. You're, you're like a, you're a, a 59, 60. Yeah. What do you yeah. ride? Well, I just gave away my board, but uh, I was riding a 57 when I was just an Aspen. Yeah. You got to oh, bump it up to a 59. I think I'm a 52. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Craig, 52? you know, you're 6'3. Craig. Oh yeah, I'm not that much shorter than you. <laughs> yeah, you, Wait, you probably should. You're on a 52. What was I on? I don't know. We need to bump that. it up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are rookie numbers, Craig. <laughs> you need to bump those up. It was you the new like. It was a board though. Yeah. My edges were so much better. It was like. I know. I know. What was the board? I don't. Oh, so. magnet traction by probably yeah. Lib LibTech. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah, and it was sweet. Um, so dude, is there, all right. So there's this Japanese snowboarder, Japan's Ayumu. I'm going to mess this up. Did Ayumu, a triple yeah. cork, which is that the, is that the first triple cork that's ever been done? Yeah. No, it's the first what? one. Well, in, in half pipe, oh, okay. in, in half pipe, it's the first one that's ever been done. But see, you see the development of these tricks. Like I still remember watching Tony Hawk do the first backflip, uh, or no, it was the 1080, whatever the, when the half pipe back nine. Was the ten, yeah. And back nine. Then, and remember when Sean White did all those new tricks? Uh, yeah, dude, but Sean also, like, like broke himself in half, dude, trying to do the triple court mean, practice it, and all that shit. Now, they, now it becomes a common trick, though, after they're landed. I mean, is that just, like, equipment or people being like, well, fuck it, I'm going to go for it? Like, how do you explain the transgress, like, the... The progression, of the, yeah, progression, the bro. Progression of the trip. yeah. No, you bring up a good point, <laughs> right? Because you mind. you see a huge leap every, essentially every four years, right? Everyone steps up their game, especially for, I mean, for for the Olympics, really. Um, so it just you know you know a ten eighty becomes a stock trick. You know, and once once you have the stock tricks and someone steps it up to like the triple cork, like Ayumu, right? All right, well, we know it could it could be done. Someone did it. You know what I mean? And like you have that in your mind. You can see it. You can visualize it. You can actually learn from that rider. Um, and that's kind of how progression, you know, steps up. You know, it's like it's the riders hard. that like you already you're already right at the bar, right at the low bar. And what you used to think was hard is easy now, you know? God, that that's gotta be like infuriating too. So then, so then my question is, <clears throat> is like every person who rides pipe going to have to bust out a triple cork? Like, is Sean White going to do a triple cork? Because I thought that I remembered that you know, it, like of course you know Burton or somebody, one of his sponsored sponsors, like you know, paid for a pipe, and that was where he was trying to learn the triple cork, and he like broke yeah, his, well they they his back. They, Someone it's like, it's like, is like he going to attempt a triple cork or is he not? Well, that's the thing. Sean is pretty secretive. Honestly, no one really knows. 
Yeah. I haven't seen him do it. I haven't heard word of him doing it. Um, Wait, but I would not. See, that's I would not. It honestly would not surprise me that if you know. It, so like he might just bust it out. Might have it. So we might like all just be like property of. Yeah, he's probably not going to do it first run. You know, he's probably yeah. going to do it when his back's against the wall when he has to. You know, but he's a type of rider who's so damn clutch um, that 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 could do it. You know, Is but that I think gold your year. I honestly think I think I mean there's there's a there's few few different contenders for half pipe. I think Scotty James is number one from Australia. Um, he's been absolutely crushing it lately. Um, I no, think who won, I think he's who won your win. year though. Who uh, Sean won? Yeah, that's what I was saying. So Sean was okay. Yep. With you. Yep. And it's um, like if he's riding, it's like you can't ever you can't ever count him out. Can't count him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, <laughs> in all reality, like he's not quite at the level that the where the riders were you know where the riders are right now yeah but he's good you know and he you know he gets back on it quick and in this olympic so don't cut him out no well scotty if you'll Let's stay with this. us we have um a few more things to talk about a couple really good fan questions after the commercial break if you want to hang on and have a few more beers with us sure sounds good all right awesome guys we'll be right back after this break What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this edition of Pillows and Beer with our best bud, Scotty Lego. We got Nick Norris and, of course, always with me, Austin Kroll. Oh, I just opened my beer. Should have been on the mic, but, you know, oh, well. Look, thanks for sticking with us, Scotty. It's always interesting talking about the Olympics. I think it's something that I remember most watching with my parents growing up. I have a lot. My mom was a gymnast. I loved watching the Olympics with her. Then you have every two years, the winner, it's just, or obviously it goes off and on, but it just, it, you can leave it on your TV. It's amazing. And um, I know we talked about it a little bit, but just sum up for uh, everyone listening, what it's actually like to make the Olympic team and go over, represent the country and then bring home a medal for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an unreal experience. I mean, my, my, my main goal going into, into the season where I qualified for the Olympic team was, was just to make the team, right? Because the U.S. was such a stacked field that, you know, to be in the, you know, to make the top four and to be selected to the U.S. Olympic team, that's, that's what I wanted. You know, I wasn't even, I mean, obviously I was trying to make a medal, but I really just wanted to make the team to go and represent USA and, and to be a part of the Olympics. So once I made the team, that was a super special moment. I remember, you know, calling my dad, I'm like, dad, like I'm locked in, you know, for the team. And, and, uh, he was all fired up and it was a cool moment, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it was, it was unreal. I mean, uh, you know, coming back home was, was really special for me too. Like seeing all the local support was unreal, you know, coming back from the, you know, driving down the highway, going back home, you know, from Boston up to New Hampshire, you know, on all the bridges, you know, it was like, congratulations, Scotty, you know. Oh, that's yeah. tight. It was yeah, so good. Like even like the local restaurants cool. would have like their menus out, you know, it'd be like chicken parm, you know, and congrats, Scotty, you know. Like, <laughs> I, and I just love that maybe more than anything, you know, just having the hometown support. And, and I was just like, you know, this really damn cool. It made my town proud, made, made no, USA proud. And, 
I didn't maybe make my grandfather proud, you know, after that whole, you know, debacle, but he was a little confused <laughs> on the situation. Uh, once we squared away, you know, the details of it, uh, you know, he was all right. For those that didn't listen to the first episode, there was a funny picture that we all would have taken with our medal that Scotty took that uh, maybe you were the beginning of politically correct. Who knows? But uh, they didn't like it. But it was a fun photo. It wasn't that bad. Uh, <clears throat> How old were you? How old are you, Scotty? I'm 34 now. No, no, no. How old were you? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 34. That, was, that was 12 years ago. 22. So minus yeah, 22. Yeah. It was, I guarantee you, Austin and I pictures would have been coming out of college, like, you know, with the, with an Olympic medal, give me a break. I would have done a tour of my, of, of my college town. No, (laughs) it would have been a blast. Oh, of course. Here's a question that I think people might be curious about because I was just a few nights ago on the plane watching the Olympics and then we can get into uh, listener questions, but a lot of people, I, I have a question too. Okay, good. I, okay. So like I was watching the figure skating and say the girl wins gold and, you know, or like speed skating, any of these sports. And then they come home. Not, 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 this isn't against anyone. I'm just asking you because as a kid and growing up, I thought if you want a medal, you were set for life. But what I've realized with a lot of different countries, maybe even our own, like, that's not necessarily a paying job. Like you want a medal for us and it's awesome. Something you'll always have, but that doesn't always translate into a career. Like what is the, like, how do these well, people make money? Like, am I making sense? Like, you know, no, what, you're, Oh, I, you're a hundred percent making sense. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like home Depot, you know, I don't know if they still do this, but they like guarantee Olympians, you know, a job after the Olympics, you know, it's like kind of, kind of crazy. You're like, what? Working at Home Depot after, after just it doesn't you know, pay that yeah, out. but like yeah. you know, it, it depends on each sport, right? Each sport's different. You know, snowboarding we're fortunate where we can make our, our snowboarding is our living. You know, it's it's not. You know, we have sponsors endorsements. You know, um, we're able to do well if you're good at competing. You know, you can do well contest earnings and whatnot. But um, and you don't even have to compete to to make a living at snowboarding. You know, film film video parts shoot shoot photos for magazines and or whatever or just you know do it do it socially but um but you're not like paid to be on the, like for other sports no no you're not no you're not. sponsors okay yeah you're not you're not paid to be on the olympic team you'll get a bonus you know what i mean for meddling i think i got like maybe 10 grand or something like that for getting a bronze medal um but you know doesn't really really mean anything right it was all about all about getting that medal and you know obviously the monetary motivation was you know not not pushing me well yeah i mean like before craig like you know low-key slighted our guest saying that winning a medal doesn't mean shit craig moved to canada Look, Mason. I'm just kidding. I'm like, kidding, Craig. I'm kidding. I, I like know what you're saying, and, so, and, and I think Scotty does too. Because some, some other countries are different. Our, yeah, like Mason that cuts our hair. We love Mason. Yep. yep. Like it's always a surprising factoid for people to realize that the person that's cutting their hair is an Olympic medalist or was yeah, on totally. the Olympics like team. And mm-hmm. so, well, um, damn, Mason's so good too, man. I used to like he was my best friend, but also like my role model. We used to ride so hard together. He had such good style. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a trip. You're right. That's a, that's a good point to, to bring up, you know. 
like you work so damn hard and and all these athletes who put it all on the line and they you know they win a medal and then it's like all right so i guess i'm, I'm you know but but, curling but, or... but like yeah 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 but but <laughs> sorry Scott, i can't help but laugh at the way you just said that you're like well i i guess i'm uh I, I'm, I'm just gonna go go back to curling now but like in snowboarding you know y'all can compete you know year round and, and you have all these sponsors and great things but like yeah like if you're competing in a sport you know that 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 doesn't have as many eyeballs on it right like you know snowboarding and and skiing have plenty of eyeballs on it right um but like losing you know losing doesn't you know what I mean? You're at least so dangerous. So it's like, I mean, so it's like all dangerous, but yeah, yeah, no, it's so so dangerous. So it's like you know, for them to have to be and like compete, it's like they they must have some sort of day job, right? Because losing probably is unless you're like a three time gold medalist for Norway, it probably isn't like keeping the lights on, right? Right? Is that safe to say? I mean, I mean it has to be. I mean, I can't speak for the losers, you know. I don't really. <laughs> right. right, right. You want to start um, a no. war with the losers? Yeah, exactly. no, no, no. We're not no. starting a war, but I want questions. I want answers. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. For training, yeah. you yeah. probably get paid or a stipend, but like, I guess the dude, question was just a lot. Like of Scotty said, man, if like you make you the team, back. dude, even if you win a medal, you get like ten grand. Like, well, we we you know we don't get paid to to be on the team. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So I don't know, you know, but each sport's different, you know, totally different. And each country is different. You know, like I know like my buddies in Finland who make the team, you get A, you don't have to be drafted in the military, oh, that's which is right. big, right? Yeah. Like mandatory, like 18, you got to, I think you served two years, you know, in Finland. But anyway, so make the Olympic team. All the wars in Finland. Medal. In the last yeah, year. yeah, right. Absolutely fierce country. Yeah, they're um, just like fucking U.S. You're gonna pull us into something at some point, but uh, until staying ahead of it all, Craig. We're staying, staying ahead of it all, yeah, just they in case. Are. They're staying limber, right? They're like yeah. they're like constantly stretching, just waiting for the race, you know, just in case the gun goes off. They're ready to roll. Some countries, but they they get they they give their athletes a free house, like a free oh. property, oh. land in a house. What? That's like the Hunger Games. That's like yeah, right. They kind of rad. I was like, wait, what? So like the government just gave you a new crib and like land. That is so cool. I think I have to pay to be on the U.S. team. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, but other countries are different. So other countries are uh, most most countries are federally funded. U.S. is, or at least the the ski and snowboard team are. Privately funded, so you know we'll do fun. Does North Korea, does North Korea ever have athletes involved? In they just win every year, Austin. Yeah, yeah. In like their own mind, they do. In you know their own head. Are they they, allowed to be in the? They were in eighteen events with eighteen goals. I don't think so. Although. Although, if they don't win, then, like, immediately kind of executed. So Yeah, but, like, with China and Russia, I mean, those kids are picked (laughs) at birth to compete in the sport. I mean, they're bred from the time that they're a child. Right? I mean, is that... So was Scotty, man. I mean, this guy's mind is as sharp as a tack. Don't even even try him. His body's a temple. He's an athlete (laughs) through and through. He's never strayed. He has done America proud. (laughs) His just constant verve for a competition and to win. 
That's right. And, thank and you, Austin. We thank Mr. Lego for all that he has done <laughs> for <laughs> our great country. I would just hey, like you... my house and my land now from the government. Yeah. <laughs> you still oh, have I was told. Medals, I was told. I did, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Where the hell is that thing? Although some dude did offer me twenty five thousand for it. Wow. I almost sold it. I'll That's be honest. That's a big offer. That's a big yeah, offer. Like, you bro, almost like, sold it? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just like, well, I can just get literally a replica made for five hundred dollars. And you could put that in a college fund for your kid. What matters, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And buy him a sell house. the real Scotty, one. Scotty, now the real truth comes out. Scotty almost I, traded his metal for his para motor. No, that was that's, yeah, a, yeah. Big, that's a big <laughs> offer. No, that's a big offer. Yeah, yeah, but good man, I, you hang on to that thing. Yeah, yeah, well, hang I on. Did. Here's, a, uh, here's a question for none of us really have normal nine to five, so maybe we're the worst people to give advice, or maybe we're the best. But it says, I am currently looking at changing. Con- I have been reading my book all. I can't fucking read it anymore. I am currently looking at changing careers completely and looking for some advice on how to handle it. I've been in office type job, more accounting side for years, and I am missing something. So trying to make some good life changes, which work has been my priority 24 seven prior and set. God damn it, Nick, you could proofread these a little bit. It's an accounting major. They clearly didn't write that well, but my, my prior, um, let me just easy crack. Sorry. Which work has Easy been my now. okay? Here we go. Which work has been my priority twenty four seven, and sadly the pandemic made me work even more. So definitely I'm burnt out city. So definitely I'm in burnout city over here. Basically they're asking how the fuck you switch from a job that you get stuck in because uh, especially in accounting, you go to college oh, for you have to be certified, job. and you're like okay, this is what I'm supposed to do year one, year two, year three. How do you switch to a new job? Craig, this is a heavy question. It's the one on question. our list. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see that. And, I and, I, and I'm reading answer. it with you. So, so someone's basically asking how uh, you think that they should change careers because yeah, she burnt I out from her office accounting job. Good job. Um, that's a heavy well, I mean, Craig, someone no, had to make a light should, of what you just read. No, I'm saying you should have just. It's good. It's a, it's a valid question, yeah. right? I think a lot of people probably are in the same boat. You know, is it is, is a girl, girl, guy? Uh, girl. Yeah. Uh, it's yes. A girl. It's a girl. I think a lot of people are in the same same boat as this girl, you know? I do, too. I, I mean, definitely. And um, Austin, well, you take this. Go ahead. Well, you give. We're going to go right down the line. I'll I'll set you up, Austin, because I'll say I contradictorily, whatever the word (laughs) is, fucking talk anymore. Craig is not an English major. I speak about this when I talk about not having, not feeling bad about a side hustle and so forth and so much, but I can't talk at this point. Austin, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take it because, because. I'm loving your English right now. Um, uh, that that was amazing. I've been reading so on and so forth. Maybe were, were you trying to say? But um, I think that maybe what Craig was getting at was that Craig said that he's yeah, he's speaking about this at the moment, right? You've you've actually done a couple panels 
Craig, yeah, but where, never about how to change your actual career. So. Sure, sure. Well, well, I think that the first way to probably go about doing that is to pinpoint your like like a couple of your hobbies, right? And pinpoint something that you're passionate about, and and you should, you know, maybe not like immediately, but like you begin to work towards this hobby more and figure out how to make money. I mean, you know, look at Craig. Obviously, Craig and I both had a network to, to, to back our hobbies. But like, you know, Craig was going to sell pillows and he was, you know, sewing and I was getting in, into the beer business and I certainly wanted to, but I had my old job where I was selling beer for other people before I moved into that, right? Before I pulled, pulled the trigger on selling my own product and becoming like an entrepreneur officially, I did not do that until I, thought that I could you know, begin to sort myself. So it's like you find something that, that you love and you really, really start to move towards that more than a desk job that you might not like working for someone else. Well, I mean, I'll, and then I want to hear Scotty's take, but I'm going to now looking at the question again, it almost seems a little more simple. It says, I'm just currently looking at changing careers completely. My advice would be, you secretly start applying to the jobs. Like Austin said, take Austin's advice, find out what you want to do and then apply to jobs. And look, if you get it, then you got to take it. And that's, I mean, you just got to take a chance because you're going to be happier making less. It's something you really love to do than staying at that accounting firm for the next 20 years until you make retirement and doing it from that. But you just got to take a chance. What do you think, Scotty? I yeah, I mean, I agree with you, right? I mean, when you just said retirement, you know, you know, doing your accounting job for, for another 20 years in retirement, that just straight up made me depressed. But that's just how I roll, you know? Um, I I fully agree. I mean, you know, it, it might be scary, and I'm sure it is, right? And I don't know, I don't know what your situation is, but, you know, everyone's different, right? I don't know if you're living paycheck to paycheck or if you have the liberty of, you know, take it a few weeks off to figure it out. But, you know, you, you got to take some, cha- some chances, calculated chances um, to, to, to get anywhere in life. You know, I, I firmly believe that, but here's what I can say. I don't, I think you got to do what you're passionate about, like what you guys are saying, right? You absolutely have to do what you're passionate about when you're doing something that you're passionate about, you become great at it, right? If you love it, you live it, you, you become great at it and you end up making more money. You, you know, it just, it just kind of works better for, for yourself, but, um, yeah, go for it. Go take, take the leap. I mean, I will, I, say, I, mean, that, I will confidently that's a, say that's that a good I question. Would, here's a good way to transition. And again, if you, I would a hundred percent go back to bartending before I ever worked in a job that I didn't like or for someone I didn't like. And for me, that is how I would transition. If I was stuck in an accounting job that I didn't like and I didn't, I had to wake up and go to a job that I didn't like every day, I would get a bartending job if I couldn't afford to take, you know, some time to get another job or get an entry level job somewhere else. But I know that Austin and I can say this and Scotty's a professional snowboarder and everything else he does sure we got lucky 
that we found what we wanted to do. But I mean, for me, I had to leave law school. I had to leave my law firm. But uh, what I'm saying is there was certainly a damn risk. Yeah, 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 to use like a, use like a, to like use like a law term, Craig. I mean, we essentially worked like, you know, pro bono in the first season. Yeah. And I ended up having to move home. And again, I was fortunate enough to have a home to go, go to, but I think all three of us will agree that if you're not happy, you're not, you shouldn't feel guilty about leaving your job. You're not doing yeah. anything wrong. Everyone told me to just be an attorney. And I said, piss off. These two heard the same exact things. Like if you're looking for permission to go work somewhere that you want to, that it doesn't have a guaranteed salary, I say, go for it. Mm, well said. And can I add a couple more things to that? It just kind of made do. me think, yeah, you know, please. if you do take that leap, which I totally think you should, because it's all about making yourself happy, right? It's like, all right, what's your goal? You know, um, goal setting, right? Like figure out what you want to do, maybe why you want to do it and figure out how you can get there and set out. Maybe you even need to write it, right? But like that's that's been a huge, huge thing for me in snowboarding is is goal setting you know and, and you know a year goal a month goal a week goal a day goal you know and you take it baby steps right so it's like might be very intimidating be like all right i'm fully jumping into a new career you know i want to get to this place but it seems so unimaginable you know take it step by step you know break it down you know as long as you're improving every single day towards your goal you know it's a good thing. So just, just take baby steps and, and eat away at it, you know, by setting small goals and, and uh, you'll, you'll be there before you know it. You know what? That's I never great heard? advice. That's great <laughs> advice from you, Scotty. Yeah. And you know what I've never heard said before is that the whole position of, if you're doing something that you like and you're passionate about, you'll actually end up being more successful than you were in the profession that you didn't like. Because you want to get better, you enjoy it, and you'll actually end up making more money at the end. That's a really, really good take. Um, Austin, um, do you uh, read this I, one? I, I really want to read this next one <clears throat> because we're, um, I mean, gosh, like, you know, we obviously could talk about that one for, you know, ages because I feel like, you know, all of us are very passionate about, about what it is that we do. It's and a life changing you know, moment, too. Could do. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> like, you know, as, as, like, you know, you were talking, Scotty, I was like, I was like, hmm, if Scotty didn't snowboard, I was like, I could see him making like, you know, animal fur, right? Like a, like, like, <laughs> like artisanal, you know, like, you know, rug, like, and you'd make some shop, like, you know, Lego first. I don't know. I don't know. You know, but it's like, you know, you're passionate about yeah, it and, and, totally. and, 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 and you, know, you love it. And <clears throat> anyways, okay. Uh, this one is applicable because Scotty's with us and, and it really just so happens to be here. Wait. Here, wait, Austin, let me wait. ask you. Did you take away that question, Nick? Because no. I, I really liked I, it about the. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to read as number, four. Read that, number four. As he's adding that, this is advice that I've always lived by. It's why I did the show and everyone I Nick. think could agree with. The person asking how to change careers, it's a very simple question. What will you regret more? Not doing it and always wondering what if for the rest of your life or switching careers and having to deal with some bullshit along the way. And that's just the, the question you have to answer or ask yourself. Anyway, go ahead, Austin. 
<clears throat> okay, um, this is a good one. <clears throat> Hypothetical. The girl you're hanging out with can ski like a badass. She takes her own runs and meets up at the lodge with you and your snowboarding friends. Are you more excited to see a girlfriend sitting gorgeous by the fire waiting for you or the one who got rowdy on the mountain and needs a shower to get some branches out of her hair? <laughs> That's the one you picked? That's the question? Yes, it is. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I, I Like, dude, we went, we went heavy at first and then this one, I mean, Scotty's sitting here. I'm no, definitely well, anxious to hear what he has to say. And um, I'll, oh man, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's a tough one because I have used the line before, Scotty. It's not how you perform on the mountain. It's, it's how you look in the lodge, right? I've said that to pretty girls before. But, like, I kind of want the girl that's raging next to me on the mountain, you know? I, I want the girl who's raging next to me on the mountain. All right. I got to go opposite, man. I got to okay. go. Um, me and Scotty both have I don't know. Like, I, I don't know because, like, maybe it's because, like, snowboarding – is my life has been my life forever. Like, yeah, I don't want like someone who's like equally as passionate, you know, like, let's go board it, dude. Like, Oh, <laughs> like, you know, like, and yeah. I also find it cute when like girls are kind of bad at snowboarding, you know, uh, I don't know. I do too, so by the way. That's kind of, so that's okay. where I stand with it. Shit. Am I changing my answer? No, no, no. Kidding. That, that's, yeah. uh, that's good. Here. I no, was, you want the super sweaty, like raging girl with sticks in her hair. You are what I mean, that? <laughs> I've never, I've never really had that before. That's no, so... I've seen the only snowboarding girls I know were a thousand times better at snowboarding than me, which isn't saying a lot and would just rip by you on the mountain and be like, all right, that was hot. I think the, yeah, like, yeah, like fucking Hannah, her. like, you yeah. know, Hannah was like, you know, ripping past and I was like, yeah. All right. I think the beginner to intermediate skier is cute. And I think because snowboarding is so hard to learn. I mean, they both are, but like Craig, Craig, you, you are literally dating the girl in the lodge. Like she's been there for hours and she's drinking hot, hot. I know. I, but Craig, you you know what I mean? Like at, at at like heart, she is the girl in the fur by the fireplace. I don't know a beginner snowboarder is what I'm saying. Like I've always okay, been skier or snowboarder. It doesn't matter. You know, no, but it does. Have you ever tried to teach a girl how to snowboard? And, and I never want to. Or a guy. Has. Who? I feel oh, like teaching someone. I'm sure to snowboard Scotty would be has very difficult. Oh my God, dude. Like, you know, for me, that would be like, um, you know, I mean, what's that movie where, um, I love you, man. And, and like, you know, they're going to play golf and he's like, and like, she's never played before. And he's like, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. And like, <laughs> that's what teaching a girl to snowboard would kind of be like. It'd be like, this is my nightmare because the girl's like, oh my God, well, I've surfed before and I totally can do it. And you're like, no, you can't. Like, it just doesn't work like that. It's going to take you like two days to get upright, you know? Yeah. Well, that yeah, is, it's uh, a little bit different for me too, right? It's like, I've tried to teach uh my wife had a snowboard and a few other people you know like but i did it at such an early age that i kind of don't even really remember the beginning of it like the right. fundamentals you know like i could i could coach someone all day on the you know the harder tricks and and some more technical aspects of you know advanced snowboarding but when it comes down to like linking heel and toe turns honestly i think a ski school instructor 
would do way better than me. You That's know? still one of the hardest parts is going from that. No, dude, linking yeah, turns side to going once to you can once you can link a turn, right? Because uh, I've been around people that uh, and and Scotty, like their their um, predilection that like they they favor their heel, right? So like basically, it's like a falling leaf, just falling like the leaf, whole way yeah. down near the mountain. And then you're like, no, no, no. You're like, I don't know how to explain it, but you're like, just go on your toe. But like, they can't do it because they don't trust it. And, and so it ends up just being like a bunch of heel turns until you get to the bottom and you're like, we are not going back up. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's actually the last question uh, we have. It's like third one is, hey guys, I am new to snowboarding and you guys recently admitted to still getting lessons in Aspen. What would you guys recommend for starting out in snowboarding? Like, do I just go out and take the bruises or should I get lessons first? Lessons first, 1000%. Like do lessons for like a full week. If, Scotty, if what you can. can. Yeah, I think, I think I'm with you, Austin. I mean, I, I never got lessons, but I was a little kid when I learned, you know? So it depends on kind of how old you are. I'm assuming this person's writing in to your podcast, you know? Yeah. I would say lessons. I, I would tell you that this is how I learned and I hated it. I was like 14 and my friends were all, we were in the Northeast. So it was just ice city. And they're like, it's fine. It's fine. You know how to surf. You'll be fine. So you get up on the ski lift and all of a sudden you feel this absolute loss of control that you've never felt before <laughs> when you start to slide down the mountain. And for three days I woke up and I couldn't walk. I never learned how to do it. And if I could go back in time, cause you're so sore. I mean, you're going to be sore no matter what, but if I could go back in time, I would have had a much better time just being taught how to do it correctly. I think you lesson, know, listen, correct. You know, listen, like I, I, <clears throat> I mean, uh, like there, there is a thing called like, you know, whiplash and, and you will experience it very quickly, whether it's like, you know, knees, knees to head or butt to like, you know, back ahead. But like, you've net like, you know, even if you're not going fast, it's like when you catch an edge, there's just like a feeling of like, I mean, you can get a concussion so fast and you don't even have to be going fast. You can be on like a bunny hill. If you catch an edge, you go, you know, knees first and you put out like, you know, your wrists first. And that's how you can break an arm so easily. Or like, I mean, I, I, I got a concussion for sure. When I began to snowboard, I mean, I mean, I know that you've probably gotten them in different ways than we have, but like, but like, like can you tell? yeah, no, how many fingers do I have? Ah, but like, four. but where you're also <laughs> wear your fucking helmet. Like, no, when definitely. Still... When you are learning to snowboard, don't even try to be cute and like, no, just have like, you know, your pigtails coming out of like, you know, your beanie because that beanie will get popped off your head so fast and, and, and you won't be, We've all lost our, on the mountain anymore. Off our head. I mean, it sucks hitting your head to the mountain. Now that's all to say where I actually ride better with a helmet because I'm a lot more confident. Um, everyone's different, but it's definitely worth learning. You'll love it. I mean, we live to like get on the mountain now, all three of us. Um, yeah, it's too fun. And look, but, I'm not above, no one's above lessons. When we were just in Aspen, I was like, dude, I need a lesson now. Me to how to fucking jump. <clears throat> and like Scotty saying that, I was like, yeah, I would love to learn from. <laughs> yeah. Scotty, we're, uh, we're going to Vermont here soon. Come and uh, meet go. up with us for a day or two. Um, we are going to go going? visit, we're going to go visit Jack and Hannah. I, I, I'm probably going to go up there on like the 
like the 22nd or 23rd or so February for like three or four days, uh, probably crash in a hotel, go on the mountain with them, go, go to Burton potentially and, and just have, you know, just like have a couple of days on the mountain, get kitted out and, uh, have a fun meal or two. So you should think about dates if you're free. That's rad. Yeah. I gotta be, I'm going to be in Michigan on the 26th Saturday. So Thursday. Okay. He's wi- uh, he's wiping out the mongoose population. Austin. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no, I'm actually snowboarding decimating the grubworm population. No, we're going to this resort Boyne, Boyne mountain, Michigan. And we're doing a, we're doing a big air show there. Oh, um, no way. Yep. Saturday Who's going? Is night. Jack going? Jack's not going. No. Um, this is a, a like a bigger show. Um, do you think we, we could ever fireworks at the end. two to one of these mountain to one of these events? Dude, yeah. If you guys want to rally to Michigan, absolutely. You guys are come on, sounds, let's go. We'll be your but you guys are gonna be in Vermont. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in and big, big special thank you to our boy Scotty Lego for joining us and uh, talking all things Olympics and everything in between, really. I mean, really appreciate it, Scotty. Thanks for Thanks for popping in, dude. Of course, dude. I'm always stoked to join you guys, and this is so damn fun. I love yeah, with the boys. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, shit, you'll probably jump on again soon. We'll probably see you sooner than later. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And uh, until next week, everybody. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.